1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
2: can mobilecom k Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time for my Buddies and Idiot. 877-881-1053. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know. By the way, we're still getting weather updates, which I appreciate very much for the 903 snowing and starting to stick in Salina, which is is a bit of surprise. I knew we all expected really cold and lots of wind, but most places I feel like said the precipitation would be fairly limited, but now we've heard Salina, Louisville, like multiple places that are dealing with like real, real snow, sleet, wintry mix, whatever it constitutes as. So be careful it's out there.
0: very foggy in downtown, as we can see downtown. I don't think that's precipitation, because it doesn't look like where we're at. We're just north of downtown off of 75, where we're broadcasting today. It looks like 75 is dry, where we are at. Would you say it's a little wet? I don't know. Like right, no that's why I can't. It. Do you think? Do you think that downtown area is like a misty thing?
2: I do, okay. and I
0: thought I might have just seen a
2: snowflake
0: pop by the window, wow. but
2: well, I know Nate I the might great, also just be dreaming of snow. So,
0: who listens to us? And he's a big card collector. He did say very, very small snow and ice in the Carrollton Addison area where he's at.
2: Okay, let's add a bunch to it because. A lot of people are helping us out here from the 682. Snowing in Grand Prairie from the 309. Snowing in Allen from the 214. Snowing in Waxahachie. And then somebody said it's snowing up at North Park. So, I assume they North Park, the North mall. As a, not, <laughs> not that. I bet it is. And from the 832, it's snowing pretty good where y'all are at. I okay. I do think that actually is snow because I see it moving. Yo, no, it's, that is, is. definitely. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, Joey is going to go play out in the snow. I can see him darting towards the window right now from the 214. Aubrey, it's coming down pretty good. Yeah, from the 817. It's snowing pretty good at, uh, off of Knox and Henderson. And that is where our building is at. So, okay. man. You
0: remember Aubrey Huff? I do. Yeah, he has opinions after he played baseball about snow? About politics. Okay, what? Why would you bring that up? I thought you'd know. You're a political guy. Okay, I didn't Remember know. When that. you was... asked Jerry about the Democrats and what. No, they were doing? that was not what that. How question you? That that was not what that question was on, about. Didn't you go? Did I? I was busy that night. Uh-huh. Kids were home. I was cooking dinner. How okay. did the Fox News Hold thing on. go? First was of all, was it Tucker
2: Carlson. First of all, my ass, David Mike. Chianity. If I showed on, if I ended up on Fox News <laughs> and you didn't watch, <laughs> I would be kind of like, what the hell? You're like I had to make dinner. Like your DVR doesn't work or whatever. This but w- this it no- would have
0: been amazing. I can't believe they didn't reach out to you after you were asking those questions. <laughs> None of that happened. Is
2: my buddy an idiot? Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? And fortunately, I'm going to have to start this off with Jimbo Fisher, my, your guy, my football coach. He's going all the way this year. Yeah, we'll see about that. Is oh. so last year. Remember when you liked him? I did. I, I would love it if he just became our recruiting coordinator, even though this year that didn't go super awesome. But anyways, last year they had what was recorded as the best recruiting class in the history of the college football rankings. And so Jimbo Fisher came out and said, I believe it was last night. I knew eventually pay for play. I didn't know NIL like it came about. Like I said, the problem with all of it is there's no consistency in the rules. And then when you get into the portal, there's so much tampering going on. It's utterly ridiculous. All right. So there's a lot of issues with all of this is... You notice that college coaches don't like that the players can leave, even though we're all aware how Jimbo Fisher got here. Jimbo Fisher got here in December years ago, so much so that he threw his Christmas tree out, and people were logging that on his way to A&M. And a lot of people will say it was NIL money that led Texas A&M to have that amazing recruiting class. So I do think it's weird to hear Jimbo Fisher of all people in my school of all people be like, Oh, it's gotten out of control. And I was like, why? Because we were 14th in recruiting. Did we not think it was out of control last year when they had the best recruiting class ever? Did And that didn't work out.
0: uh, I'm staying on topic, but do you care about recruiting class now knowing that half the kids will choose another school after their freshman year? Yeah,
2: I guess not. The thing that I, I care about the most is I just covered it. For so long. And I just think it's a really... it was a big deal because that was
0: where you were probably going to have to
2: be. Exactly. And I just always thought it was a really cool day for all those kids and everything like that. But you're right. Like, for example, I think it's West Virginia just picked up a quarterback who's now in his fourth school. And you're like, awesome. I hope it works out for you this time. And so I definitely get what you're saying. And I wonder... I wonder how much that's going to water down the product at times, or maybe it'll make it more interesting and college football will expand out in the news cycle, right? Cause like call it, nobody dominates the news sports news cycle like the NFL, but I wonder will they eventually do like a soccer style transfer portal? And it is it is in this limited couple of weeks. And then you just see all kinds of pandemonium and free agency and all kinds of stuff. I, I, I am also curious to see how that evolves. I just don't know if that's the guy that I needed to hear that message from. As much as, look, I went to Texas A&M. I love Texas A&M, but that might not be my poster child for we have to fix Uh, this system.
0: What I don't get is, and maybe this is I need to have stronger ethics in this, is if you know that your competition is supposedly, like the way Jimbo Fisher said, tampering. Right. Why wouldn't you go, I need to tamper for a quarterback? Yes. If if there is no penalty, if there is no rules, if you're like, it's kind of a rule, but it's not really a rule, it's kind of like, hey, when I played, don't do steroids. All right, well, how are you going to catch me? Well, we're not ever testing and we're not ever looking for it. So it's like, just don't do it. Well, guess what? It's it seems like about 33% of the guys 20 yes. 20 to 33% of the guys in baseball are like look they say don't do it but they're never going to catch me because we don't even do anything about it. Well, I would just think if you're Jimbo Fisher and I just felt like their offense was horrible last year is go get a quarterback from a mid-market or a mid-major mid-market, yeah. a mid-major that you think can come in immediately and be better than the two guys that you have. I get it. You can I just do. call them up. If everybody's calling up these players, there call was them
2: rumors. up. Mike, there was rumors last year that AM was about to make a $15 million offer to get a quarterback in. And I was like, again, like, do what you got to do, but then don't be like, well, it didn't work out for us. And so now I'm against it. And no, from the 972, would you say it's Democratic snow or Republican snow? Uh. Does snow have a political bias? Well, they all. Are unique snowflakes. <laughs> oh, so oh my god, I, I did not even it. think about the snowflake element. All right, <laughs> I definitely want to move away from that. From the 940, this is sad. My 14 year old kid is an idiot because he wants to go to the Armed Service, Armed Forces Service Bowl today. Almost got it. And is that in Frisco, it is at Amon G. Carter. Okay, so Fort it's Worth. in Fort Worth. I see the appeal of going to a bowl game. Oh, I do not know 20 degrees if-
0: with. A wind chill of negative 8,000. And the game's at 730. Oh, my God. It's so like 14 I, degrees, and that's not even including wind chill, which you said that's the real chill? Yes. That's the real temperature? Temperature is stupid. It's like, oh, if conditions were ideal,
2: well, great. Are they? No? Then tell me what it actually is outside. Your mom's ideal. Isn't that what she She is lovely. Is... I see the appeal of going to a bowl game. This
0: might not be my choice. I don't see the appeal of going to a bowl game. It is a practice game. <laughs> yeah. It means absolutely you nothing. You know, it was really
2: interesting. The other day, the Alabama quarterback, Bryce Young, came out. and was like, of course I'm going to play in the bowl game. It's an honor. And I was like, I'm proud of you, man. A lot of people do they're, not feel that way. They're at least in. In like a New Year's Six. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they're like in a, you know, a bigger bowl. But I mean, if you're playing in the. I don't care bowl at Amon G. Carter Stadium. (laughs) Oh, take that, Armed armed Forces Bowl. Yeah, I actually went to it one of its first years. It was freezing cold that day, too, but not this cold as it is today. Are you not going to
2: be hyped up tomorrow for the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl? No clue who's in it. Who's in it? Louisiana and Houston.
0: No clue. No, I don't care. H-Town. I'd rather watch Houston play basketball. They might that, win the national championship.
2: That actually is very And those fair. games
0: somewhat matter more because it might lead to watching a national champion. This one is leading towards, as uh, I've heard Broadus can confirm this, but a lot of times one of the big things about making a bowl, like these crap bowls, is it gives you three more weeks practice. to practice, yeah. and you start practicing your freshman and your sophomores maybe that didn't get to play a lot to get a better read on them and, hey, can they start for me next year? Can they contribute for me next year? Or do I really need to bring in a junior college kid or now bring in a kid from a smaller school to take that position?
2: This is truly amazing. And another reason why we won't get into the political perspectives of snow is about 30 seconds apart, somebody sent in a text about what, Political affiliation they think snow would be and knowing that they can't see these texts and I didn't read that text someone else preemptively texted in with a response that fit perfectly against that first person truly. Truly amazing, right there. Uh, is the NBA idiots for making an announcement about their BS penalty against the Knicks?
0: How come we don't get it? Yeah, we don't have a second round
2: pick for 73 years. (laughs) That's, I also think, if you're the team that was tampered against, is oh, devastating punishment for the Knicks. They lost a second round pick in 2025. Whoa, look out. But yes, could be I,
0: Nikolai Jokic.
2: I have, well, then I'll really be upset <laughs> is I also want to know why that does not go to the team that was tampered against. I think that's unfair. They're like, we're just taking the pick out of the draft. Well, who does that help? Some poor kid who could have got drafted. You just took his dream away to punish the Knicks. Give it to the Mavs.
0: We won't use it correctly. Yeah. We'll draft Pavel Pakolzin or <laughs> Nick Fazekas. Yeah. No, I couldn't even walk. Yeah. <laughs> We drafted a guy who couldn't walk, and I told Brian Cardinal and Dirk Nowitzki that at their Heroes Baseball uh, charity game, and they both laughed because they both knew it was true, <laughs> that Mark Cuban said, man, you don't look like you can run or walk right. You want to play in the NBA? Like, and then they took the dude from, where was he from? Cause, India. Yeah. Cause, hey, guess what? him Sat sing Nobody from India has ever played in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a reason. They're not good at basketball. Oh, that's a broad stroke. Now he's a wrestler. Yeah. And guess what? Still, nobody from India has really played in the NBA. Did they ever? They probably put him in a game that I forgot about. But he's the only one, and he didn't deserve it. Are
2: the folks who did
0: not put Tua
2: into the Pro Bowl idiots? No. Oh. Okay. Who made it? I'm going to assume Mahomes,
0: Burrow, and Allen. I think. I think
2: that is correct. Is he better than those three? I will tell you. Depends on what metric you're looking at. I'm surprised. He must have been really low on there because he did lead fan voting, which is part of it. But also, his QBR is second in the league. His QBR 71.8 is second in the league. And now that it's the Pro Bowl games, you're not going to see the same level of like massive substitutions and everything like that. So... Tua, to 24 touchdowns, five interceptions, 71.8 QBR, which is second in the league. No Pro Bowl.
0: Well, I, we did this in Mike Ask All the Football Questions, is when you look at the AFC and you look at who's about to be in the playoffs and you go Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, to a T, those right. are the three wild card teams. The only team that's winning a division that doesn't have what you'd consider a good or great quarterback is Ryan Tannehill, who's out for the year. Sure. And if they get overtaken by Trevor Lawrence, a lot of people are now like – On the power ranking, the power rankings, he's now considered the seventh best quarterback in the NFL, according to CBS Sports. So you start looking at those things and go, hey, man, no offense to Tua T. If he was in the NFC, probably would have made the Pro Bowl. But unfortunately, in the AFC, there's kind of six or seven Pro Bowl-worthy quarterbacks over there. And then
2: I don't know if – I got two more for you. Did Iowa basketball deserve forgiveness yesterday? Uh, Oh, they were
0: the two-seed and lost – well, In the tournament.
2: <laughs> no, this is for what happened yesterday. They lost to Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois was a 31 and a half point underdog. That is the biggest upset in the last 30 seasons of college basketball. The reason why I like that is it usurps the previous biggest upset when Stephen F. Austin defeated Duke like three years ago.
0: Is Jamal Tensley upset right now? I don't know. <laughs> i have to check on that. I'm trying to think of the other guy. They had kind of a bigger power forward on that team, I think. is that I, Iowa? Not Iowa, Iowa State? St- Iowa State. Yeah,
2: this is regular Iowa. Oh,
0: regular Iowa. Oh, man, those corn-fed
2: from the nine zero three am i an idiot if the cowboys are one and done i think mccarthy is on the hot seat i said that a while back i i'm not i don't think you're an idiot
0: okay i i see it name a basketball player from iowa that school
2: luke cart luke garza
0: okay yeah i couldn't think of any
2: yeah he's not really doing much in the i can think of isn't
0: there that guy dwight um not shrewd tim dwight he played football and shaved his whole body. He was a hairless <laughs> football player. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, there you, you go. That? I do not believe I remember that. You know what? I should have said yes, because I know in the break, you're going to like show me some show kind you. of video of it. Dang it. I really dropped the ball on that, so perhaps <laughs> I am an idiot. We're the KNC Masterpiece <laughs> right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, plus maybe a little, a little Dirk Hall of Fame love next on The Fan. k Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. In about an hour, we will do our ticket giveaway for Cowboys-Eagles. Those seats will be in the 100 levels. So some excellent seats right there. Great opportunity. But right now, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good snowy morning. Are you excited about
3: <laughs> the snow? It is snowing here in Frisco, by the way. Are you going to go out there and play in the snow? No, I don't think so. It's too hey, cold,
0: Mickey. I drove up to Frisco yesterday and I had a great, uh, you know, time talking to Nate Newton and Tony Tolbert on the, the Cowboys' the cross evening
3: talk. show. Yeah. yeah, it was
0: fun, but it does take me an hour to get to Frisco from Dallas, pretty much just south of downtown.
3: Yeah, Do it's live- a road trip.
0: Do you live close enough to Frisco that when you're talking about the ice, the snow, the possible conditions, did you? I'm wondering, did you move when they moved from Valley Ranch to Frisco? Did you move? No, no. Okay,
3: no. no. You would have to have no. That I. It was like no, we're here, and, and I'll. Just, but yeah. you know what? As it turned out, from a mileage standpoint, it was exactly the same distance. Ah. But oh. now the time was a little difference it was a little quicker to valley ranch than it is to here and a tad less expensive by the way because i got to take the tollway to get here oh okay and it adds up by the way i that get- you don't realize you know if you were throwing the money in there like the old days yeah then then it's like you have a better concept do, of it
2: how what percentage of our audience listening right now do you think it was familiar with the toll booth <laughs> where you toss the coins in there and God, and if
0: you missed by accident. Oh, you had, you had to had, get out.
3: Oh. Yeah. And the
2: person behind you was really mad. Because yeah. oh, where cool.
3: we lived in Chicago, we had to take the the toll road to get to uh, the airport to O'Hare. Yeah. And uh, you had to make sure you, before you left, okay, you got all your quarters, because the last thing you want to do is get in the line where you had to get change, you know, and— uh, otherwise, you just blow through it and hope they didn't recognize that you missed throwing your money in the in the slot. Now, on the Pro Bowl
2: front, yes, the Cowboys get seven. It's for anybody who's missed it: Zach Martin, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Ceedee Lamb, Tony Pollard, and Cavante Turpin. Any that surprised you? At least social media chatter when we posted on our Facebook page. It seemed like Kevontae Turpin surprised some people. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but right. that seemed to be the one that surprised some folks.
3: Yeah. And, and you know, we were just talking about it. It's like, I, I think the thing that maybe impressed the coaches and the players uh, are the guys that knew more than just stats, right? Yeah. I bet the coaches said, oh, we got to prepare for this guy, right? Uh, and the players knew how difficult it was. And the other thing is usually you have a kickoff return specialist and a punt return specialist. Well, he does both. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm not sure where exactly it is right now, but I know earlier in the, in the year, at least midway through, uh, he was top five in both, and he was the only one top five in both. Uh, so I think that gave him um, maybe a little bit of an edge on the people that had to prepare to take him on. Uh, the other one that kind of gives me confidence in the voting system is Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, because he was mad.
2: What like last week with the fan voting? With the he's, fan voting. Like, Come on, yeah. y'all.
3: Yeah. Well, that just tells you what they know, right? Sorry if I'm offending anybody. Uh, but obviously, the people having to. To game plan him, to play against him, understand it's more than just about sacks. Uh, you have to look at uh, his production against the run, um, where the guy's got 50 tackles. Think about that 50 tackles. You're not just a pass rush uh, expert, right? Uh, and then he's got the six sacks um, and 36 quarterback pressures, by the way. Uh, so, Uh, you know, obviously that's second on the team. So I think they recognize the level he's playing at. And, yeah, that gives me faith in in the fact that people do more when they vote than just look at the stats and say, okay, that guy's got the most sacks. This guy's got the next most sacks. That's who I'm voting for.
0: Are you surprised, Mickey, at all you bring up Turpin, that they were never able to as we come to a close of the season? And, obviously, they've picked up – ty hilton that they could never figure out maybe a way how to use turpin on offense
3: yeah uh, a a little bit and and you know you just don't know what happens in practice uh you know how much he gets or doesn't get or uh, you know his ability to run routes because you know in the usfl uh part of him winning that award at the end of the year was not just the kick returns uh he was pretty good as a receiver too um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it comes down to you know, you know, do you do you send them on you know a couple routes, uh, or you trust your other guys that you know are are your normal guys that you depend on? So um, yeah, it, it was a little bit surprising, but again, you know, at his size, you know, I mean, it, he's got to have a clear opening down the sideline right otherwise you're not going to see him yeah i mean that would be like throwing it to me think I, he's same I would size love to see that who's
0: the greatest smallest receiver that you can remember oh my like is there a guy that's ever been really good at his size i know martin kelvin martin was smaller but i don't
3: know yeah, how he much, wasn't that small okay how about yeah.
2: wes welker
3: I think he was still bigger. Okay. I mean, think about it. You know, he's one of, I I mean, I remember when I did the first interview with him, and I said to myself, this is the first time I looked eye to eye with some guy I'm talking to. (laughs) So that's how small he is. Uh Yeah. So, yeah, that one. uh, But, you know, the other one, at first, I was thinking, well, how's somebody better than Brett Maher? Yeah. And then I saw um, the, the guy's stats. And he's missed one field goal and one extra point. And, and he's got six for six from 50. So he's been pretty good. So I was like, okay, uh, you know, I can live with that. But I was just thinking from critical uh, field goals that Myers made um, that, you know, that he, he, would get, he would get a nod. But maybe if there was two kickers, he would have and, been the second one.
2: And, and I guess it seems less likely. Like, I know they still line up alternates and everything like that. But now that it's the Pro Bowl games – as opposed to like playing the actual game itself, it seems like there'll probably be less substitutions in like there has for several years.
3: Yeah, whatever, whatever they're doing. Yeah, guys will go to this, right? It's not like, know, oh, my elbow hurts. I don't want to go.
0: Robert Edwards wants to bring back a uh, beach volleyball. Yeah, football. right. Yeah,
3: probably not.
0: Huh? Oh man, I remember that.
3: <laughs> you know, and the other one, you know, and the other one that was people recognize the play uh, was Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Because you'll sit there and go, wow, he had 11 interceptions last year. This year, all he's got is three. But just look at his coverage skills and the passes broken up and how he affects what uh, an offense does. Uh, Yeah, I I was kind of glad to see that because I, I, you know, for the last several years, I was thinking all they do is look at the stats and vote for the guy with the numbers instead of voting for the guy that's playing. Uh, And so, yeah, that was good to see. and you know, speaking of that cornerback position, that'll be something that uh, we keep an eye on on Saturday on how the okay. guys, uh, how the Cowboys adjust. All
2: right, I got a question for you about that in just one second, but I did also see Trayvon Diggs is the first Cowboys cornerback to make back-to-back Pro Bowls since, since? Deion
3: Sanders. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say since Everson Walls, and we have to go back to that again. <laughs> yes. Now, you mentioned the cornerback situation is,
2: I was, I've been reading about it a little bit more, and I know we talked about him last week but Trayvon Mullen there's talk about how he's making an impression like in terms of how he studies and everything like that but is this a person that they will be like
3: possibly using as we try to figure out more opposite digs Um, so my feeling on it uh, has always been who's your next best corner on the team I guess bland right exactly He's leading them with four interceptions. Yeah. And again, I'm not getting caught up in the stats. I'm getting caught up in the play. So to me, if he's the next best one, then I'm putting him out there at left corner and I'll figure out uh when you go, you know, when you're facing three wide who's in the slot.
2: Yeah. Is there is I, I'm I'm seriously asking, do you think there's any discussion? I guess maybe he like Feels more most comfortable there since that's what he's done a lot of this year. Or but he
3: was an outside guy in college, in college. and yeah. he was an outside guy in training camp uh, until they had to, you know, make an adjustment. Uh, and if Jordan Lewis uh, doesn't get hurt, we may not even be talking about this, right? Do you get the sense that they the Cowboys
2: are? They're trying that out or having that discussion about Bland running off the left side. Oh
3: yeah, I think absolutely. And then, and then if you're looking at the other guys, it's like who goes into the slot. Now you could move; he could do both. uh, But uh, they do have a guy that's you know played in the slot during his career, Mackenzie Alexander. Uh, That's kind of what he's done. Um, so yeah, I think that's, there's a good possibility, you know, maybe going that way, or at least that was my, how I kind of deducted, you know, what, what, uh, could take place. Cause if you look at the snaps that Bland's played, he's over 400 snaps sure. as the nickel corner. Uh well, just put them outside and let's see how that works. Because whatever happened last week didn't work out so well.
2: And since we brought up McKenzie Alexander, Trayvon Mullen, I wanted to go back to something that Mike had brought up: is T. Y. Hilton. Mike McCarthy said he has a very clearly has a strong understanding of the offense. Do you think that starts to translate into at least seeing some time on the field?
3: Yeah, I think I think it's close. And and if it's not Saturday, then it probably is next Thursday. Um, uh, I mean, he's ready to go from, from being, you know, in shape, um, like a hundred times better than OBJ. I mean, this guy looked like he'd been playing all year. Uh, and, and that's what I heard from his workouts too. Uh, so now it was a matter of just getting... You know, the playbook down and all the nuances that you have to make adjustments when uh, you're in the slot. Uh, but I think uh, being the veteran he is, I think that makes it easier for Dak and he to adjust. So I'm thinking, yeah, maybe this week, and if not for sure, the next game you're going to see. As uh, I, And I didn't realize this when he did his interview the other day that his nickname in Indianapolis was The Ghost. Oh, and somebody asked him well why the ghost? He goes, Well, so if I'm I'm on the line of scrimmage and a defensive guy's uh, out there with me, he goes one one second he sees me and the next second he does it.
2: Okay. I wasn't sure if he was just rude ending relationships or anything <laughs> like that, but
3: No, he's good. He he has utmost confidence in his speed, right? Okay. So uh will be, be interesting to see. So I, I couldn't pass this corny thing up when I was doing something yesterday and I said, well, maybe it'll be the ghost of Christmas present. Oh. I actually, I actually really like that. Not corny. Well done,
2: Mickey. Thank you very much. We'll catch you tomorrow. Okay, I'll be here. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. By the way, if you're curious, first Pro Bowl appearance for Kavante Turpin, for Tony Pollard, second for Lamb, second for Diggs, second for Parsons. That's very encouraging right there. Third for Demarcus Lawrence and eighth for Zach Martin. Zach Martin has made the Pro Bowl eight times in in his entire career Been called for six holding penalties. So, if you ever needed a stat to like hammer home his Hall of Fame resume, that's uh, probably a good one. With a KNC masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, you're going to like this. It's time for Gridiron Gravy. Big day for Geno Smith, but perhaps an even bigger day Tonight. for Mike Basick. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.
0: Vino takes the snap. Four-man rush. Got a half-roll. Throws
1: back inside. Reaching out, making a catch. Touchdown, Hawks Are you kidding me? It is DK Metcalf.
2: I'm not kidding you. It was, in fact, a touchdown. I'm not He's ki-
0: in because Tyler Lockett's out. He's hurt.
2: I'm not kidding either. It is snowing out here off of... Knox Henderson. Why aren't
0: we playing Let It Snow or something like that?
2: In Dallas. That is is a good question. And from the 254, it is currently 23 and snowing in Woodbury. So folks have been telling us it feels like, man, all across the Metroplex, most places have gotten at least like some semblance of flurries or sleet, which I know road-wise can be very different.
0: And I know we don't want it to happen again, like in February last year. So really hoping the grid works out and everything. I guess the good news is, and you can say I'm wrong here, looking at roofs and looking at the streets below us, at least it looks like nothing's sticking or getting super wet yet.
2: Is the concern that, like, in a few hours, since the temperature is going to keep dropping, that... It could be problematic.
0: I don't know, but I hope everything stays, you know, well, because obviously a lot of people will be moving and shaking Friday, Saturday and Sunday going to whether it's parents, family members, Cowboys game, church, a whole bunch of different things. So it makes it tough if if um, the streets got bad. Yeah. So I know that. What is it, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow we drive to Glen Rose and then drive from Glen Rose to Arlington. Arlington back to home. So hopefully everything is nice. I know it'll be freezing cold the next couple days.
2: Yeah. But All I right. love this song. It is a very good song. Is All this
0: uh, Frank Sinatra? This is. Huh? Beautiful.
2: That is. All right, you guys ready to go across the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy? Dude.
0: Ah! It's T-Law time. Okay, I the was Jaguars not sure. The Jaguars are playing tonight. That was Turn a on Jaguar your sound? Roar. Okay. You did your Jaguars yesterday. I'm going to get
2: to T-Law in just one second, right. and I think you're going to dig it the most. But since we were talking about the Pro Bowl rosters, Geno Smith, in his 10th season, has made the Pro Bowl For the very first time, congratulations to him.
0: Easy it is to make it in the NFC. So Dak had to make it. If Geno made it, Dak's so uh, much better. He did not. Are you kidding me? Do you know how catchable of a ball Dak is throwing this year? Even people that can't catch a football are catching it.
2: Our other team, I get it. (laughs) I understand. Ah. And by the way, by reaching the Pro Bowl and throwing for 20 touchdown passes this season geno smith gets an extra five hundred thousand dollars incentive yeah, big deal oh well no that's pretty awesome yeah. that's
0: a good bonus and i didn't ask for i didn't ask joey for the audio what would be a bonus what's the number that you would care about so if somebody said hey we're giving you a twenty dollar bonus hey would you be like well thanks but i don't i mean it's 20 like does it a hundred dollars like man a hundred bucks like that's I
2: think like That's- $250, i would be pretty darn stoked. And the higher the bonus goes, like if somebody gave me a $5,000 bonus- What would you do with I it? I would-
0: I mean, you know I would what I would do with You'd it. You'd put it in Brandon's college fund.
2: And exactly. I would save it because I'm a very boring human being. But I think that would be amazing and I would make sure to thank that person.
0: i try to buy- A 1951 Bowman Willie Mays rookie
2: card. You know what? Now that you say that, I would upgrade my Joe Montana rookie card. I would get a nice Joe Montana rookie card, nicer, and then I would put the rest in savings because I'm a boring human being. Is I didn't ask for the audio, Joey, because I don't think the audio really portrays it as much, but you get the opportunity. Go check out the Commander's Pro Bowl video is it's great, and people are like, hey, you made the Pro Bowl, and it's like, oh, that's awesome. And I think it's Terry McLaurin, I believe, that's like, that's what's up. And But it was great. But then Ron Rivera is telling people that Jeremy Reeves made it, the safety who made it for special teams. Everyone on the team is so happy for him. And then when Ron Rivera tells Reeves that he make made the Pro Bowl – he, like, he starts to cry, and he eventually hugs Ron Rivera. It's incredible. April Fool's? No, not oh, not April I Fool's. That, that would be go. so rude. <laughs> and it's just, it's really, really cool. Like I said, the audio, we could play it. It just is not, it doesn't hit the same as if you're watching the video, and you can see him just, like, kind of fall into Ron Rivera's arms. It was really cool. And so, I know for a lot of people, they don't care about the Pro Bowl. For Jeremy Reeves and for the rest of the commanders, it was a really big deal. Now, Colette Reeves' son? I don't believe that is the case. Dan Reeves? I don't think that is the case either. All I feel right. like we would have heard about that connection, but you want to talk sure. about the Jacksonville Jaguars! Let's go Jacks.
0: Big game tonight. You win this one, Tennessee loses, and we're all tied up.
2: Jacksonville is currently a two and a half point underdog, but I will Man, tell I, you.
0: It was a pick'em yeah, uh, to
2: start the it, so
0: geez. It, no respect.
2: I will tell you this, though. I get no respect. No, there is some respect, Mr. Dangerfield. For the first time all season, your Jacksonville Jaguars are now the favorite to win the AFC South. Woo! Oh! <laughs> The Titans, I feel like that noise changed. Oh. The Titans are plus 115, and the Jags are minus 145. So it is still exceedingly close, and winning this game would help them out a lot. But on the flip side, the Jets need to win this game. No, they don't need to. To say Yes, they do, no, to stay to. in the foot. I don't care if they need to. <laughs> to stay in to. the playoff mix. I get that. I'm just saying, they are also a very it's motivated team.
0: If, if uh, Jacksonville made the right decision, right? Because if... Zach Wilson no. beats Trevor Lawrence. They made the wrong decision. and no. should have taken Zach Wilson. I'm
2: going to tell you right now, they made the right decision. All right? I'm just going to go ahead and go out on a limb. Come on, And man. say taking Trevor Lawrence over Zach win. Wilson.
0: It'll put it in everybody's faces who said he's a complete bust and a horrible pick. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm interested in is maybe not after uh, this last game, but as the season ends. Brian Broaddus asked his was it the group of 7? Yes, gang of 7. Gang gang of 7. He asked the gang of 7 when I said I think every general manager would take Trevor Lawrence over Dak Prescott right. before the season started. Right. And he called his gang of 7 and I, I can't remember where it was. It was pretty even. It might have yeah. been 4 to 3 Dak Prescott or 4 to 3 Trevor Lawrence. I can't remember, but it was it was a, a pretty much a very 50-50 decision. I wonder now that Trevor Lawrence is finishing his second Trevor hand, Lawrence
2: will win now. Is I it if don't know how. their mind. Yes. I don't know how definitive it is, but I think he would win. Okay.
0: Is, are you picking the Jags tonight? It's all that short turnaround off a very emotional win mm-hmm. and on the road doesn't make me feel confident about that young team yet. Okay. But Zach Wilson makes me feel better because he can blow it. Yes. Like a game.
2: Yes. Who the hell knows what else is, by the way, Ryan Tannehill, probably out for the rest of the season, as long as we're talking across some of the AFC divisions.
0: Is that bad for the Cowboys? (laughs) I know that we're looking at Philadelphia and it's Christmas time, but does that mean they're going to run the ball 47 times next I, week? And yeah, then
2: I, that's not the way they've used Malik Willis so far. Like he hasn't thrown the ball a bunch, but they've tried to get him involved. The early results have not been super great for him. Is so real quick, the no joke zone. This is very sad. Is I don't know if you remember him or not, but the Denver Broncos running back Ronnie Hillman. Is he had been suffering from cancer. He died at the age of thirty-one. They made the announcement wow. this morning. And
0: like Did a, it say what kind of cancer? Uh, I mean, obviously it has to be one of those really bad It ones.
2: was liver cancer, and then he had also contracted pneumonia, which is one of the things that you hear a lot in cases like this, you know, whether it's cancer, HIV, there's a variety of diseases <sighs> where if you get hit with something else simultaneously, it can just be a disaster. So, yeah, at the age of 31, very, very sad right there. It,
0: it re- we really do. Uh, I don't want to get too sentiment. Like, we do take life for granted. Sure. Like, anything can happen any second, any day, health-wise. I am not a great accident- person.
2: Wise. Mike, you know this. I'm not a great person at focusing on today. I frequently look ahead, even though that is not a good way to do things. So,
0: and I'm Corey working. looks at his phone while he drives. <laughs> I which one's worse?
2: I have told him numerous times that that makes me concerned, and he's like,
0: I got it, I got it down. We're good. Which one's more concerning? You're not living in the moment, or Corey living in the on the, tele, on the telephone?
2: Uh, probably the Corey one. I, I know he might be good at it, I still just think that that is not the Let's best. Let's call thing Corey
0: during the break and tell him how much we love him.
2: Okay. You don't want to do that on the show? You think he'll answer? He'll look He'll look at his clock and be like, all right, this is on air, and then Nuno, decide accordingly. Nuno,
0: Nuno one, After this segment's over, we're calling Corey on the hotline okay. and seeing if he'll answer.
2: Okay. That 100% will decide if he wants to be on air because he'll be like, oh, no, what is this? By the way, wanted to shout out Josh Jacobs. He leads the NFL with 84 first down runs this season. No other running back has more than 60, and he has 84. So, good work being done by Josh Jacobs. All right. Comeback player of the year. Who is your NFL comeback player of the year? Is Geno Smith on the list? Geno Smith is eligible. Would he be?
0: Saquon Barkley was a candidate to start the year. Is He, he? He is in the top four. Um... Joey, if you need to help him out. There's probably somebody that I'm completely and totally forgetting. Right?
2: What about that Robinson guy from the Commanders? You know what? Remember, we learned
0: <laughs> That's not that fair. they said he is ineligible. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, otherwise, sure. Uh, am I running backs? Mm. Christian McCaffrey, does he count?
2: Christian McCaffrey is in the, in the list of the top four. There's one. More. he's an offensive player in the nfc
0: is he a quarterback yes he is i have nba standings pulled up um, <laughs> that is probably not going to help uh, you in this particular
2: don't moment don't give it to me okay
0: um i don't know
2: uh, now should i daniel tell daniel jones Jared Goff, Jared Goff,
0: because oh. they're seven and seven.
2: So Saquon has really taken a tumble because for most of the year it looked like there's going to be Barkley or Smith, like that's how it's going to be. Right now he's ten to one, so still in the mix, but realistically Geno Smith, even money. Christian McCaffrey and Jared Goff are both a little bit more than two to one. So it seems like with Barkley fading some. And I was going to say the Giants fading some, but obviously they just got that huge win. It looks like Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey, and Jared Goff is what it's going to end up coming down to for Comeback Player of the Year. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we've talked a lot about what's gone wrong for the Cowboys, but what and who has gone right for them this season. Plus, Mike wants to call Corey. To tell him how much we love him. All of that next, right here on the
1: fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.